Hey everyone, welcome to Making Music with Jay Cause, the podcast all about the creative process of writing and recording music. This episode, I'm joined by local blues legend, Brother Chunky. He plays a few tunes and we talk about how we got started making music, the ups and downs of playing in a band and recording his new album. After that, we even write a song together about going to Nashville. It was a fun episode and I hope you like it. Here it is. I'm here with Brother Chunky today. How's it going? It's going quite well, thank you. <laughs> Good. So we're going to kick things off with some music. He's going to play a few songs for us. So what you got for us? Um, I, I thought I'd do a couple uh, songs off my latest album. Mm-hmm. So uh, This first one's called Things We Seek. It's the only acoustic song on the album. Most times the things we seek are right under our nose. Sometimes the things we want are the things that have to grow. Well, well, yeah. Sometimes it's just, just the way that it goes. Mm -hmm. It's just the way that, just the way that it goes. Sometimes the things we think are the things we'll never know. Most times the things we seek are the things that start to show. Well, well, yeah. Sometimes it's just, just the way that it goes. Mm -hmm. It's just the way that, just the way that it goes. Sometimes the things we believe are the things that never show. Most times the things we do are what we grow to know. Well, well, yeah. Sometimes it's just, just the way that it goes. Mm -hmm. It's just the way that, just the way that it goes. It's just the way that, just the way that it goes. Mm -hmm. It's just the way that, just the way that it goes. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Thank you. It's a good one. You have another song too? Um, this is the title track from the new album, Down Low. It's about a mean woman.
I got a woman, she's kind of mean. She struts around down on the scene. Do what you're told, and you'll be fine. Ask a question, she'll lose her mind. Oh, yeah, listen what I know. If you want to live, keep your mouth shut and your head down low. I work all day, bring home some food. She runs off with another dude. When I said I ain't with that plan, she smacked me. With a frying pan Oh yeah Listen what I know If you wanna live Keep your mouth shut And your head down low Ain't that the truth said things have got to change she turned my house into a shooting range things ain't good no things ain't cool but i guess i'm the fool oh yeah listen what i know if you wanna live Keep your mouth shut and your head down low If you wanna live Keep your mouth shut and your head down low And stuff <laughs> That's great Thank you um, So who is, is that about a particular person or is it just a made up mean woman? Just made up, yeah Okay Good. I'm glad it's not like your your wife or something. And you're just... <laughs> Somebody came up after one of my uh, recent solo gigs and said, "You all right, man? Do you, need, <laughs> do you need some help? It sounds like you're in a bad relationship, man. <laughs> <laughs> Worried about you." Yeah. Uh, so why don't we go back to tell me about when you first got started making music? Like this kind of music, or any or music? just any music? When you mentioned, I, th- I think you mentioned before, just growing up <clears throat> as a kid, you you played a little bit, but not seriously, but. What were kind of your foundations there? Um, well, I grew up on a farm in Idaho. Uh-huh. And uh, my mom and dad thought it would be pretty important for me to learn how to play the piano. Mm-hmm. So they they kind of made me take piano lessons for about five years. Oh, wow. And it, it, was, it was all right. Um, I kind of made my, my teacher mad, though. Yeah. Because I think by nature I try to do things the easiest way possible. And yeah. so I, I would just kind of watch her fingers and then memorize the song that way, <laughs> rather than reading music. That yeah. is, yeah, yeah. I could sort of read, but not like really. Mm-hmm. 
And I tended to speed everything up and make it more rhythmic. <laughs> so then, then I quit doing the piano because I hated the recitals. They right. were too, too scary. So, and to, so did you, you were nervous playing in front of people then? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So is that just something when you were a kid or do you, do you still get nervous playing in front of people? Um, a little bit, not, not as much. Yeah. Um, I get more excited, but it kind of feels about the same way. <laughs> Scared or excited, but right, way. right. But okay. it's too much fun to not do it. Right, right. So then, okay. So then, after piano lessons, did did you do play anything after that? Yeah. So I, I finally told my they they told me I had to do it for five years. So, so I did that, mm-hmm. fulfilled my duty, and then I quit. And, Served your time. <laughs> yep. And uh, then in sixth grade. The guy from the local music store came in and lined us all up and told us what we were going to play. Yeah, I decided I want to do band. Uh huh. So he came up and said, "You're gonna you're gonna be a trombone player." <laughs> I was like, "I don't want to play the trombone." He goes, "No, that's what your mouth is built for." <laughs> so I'm like, "I want I want to play the French horn though." Yeah, because I thought that sounded cool. He goes, "No, that's that's people with little skinny lips." <laughs> So I played the trombone through junior high. Uh huh. Then I quit that too. So how many years before you quit? I made it through the ninth grade. Okay, <clears throat> it's about three years. Okay, wow. Did you I, do like marching band and, and um, yeah, marching band, pet, pet band. band, cool yeah, orchestra, all that. Nice. I did learn to read music for trombone. I hung that up uh, thinking I was going to be a football player. Yeah. Did you play like on in high school? Yeah, tried to. I wasn't very good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Should have stuck with music, <laughs> but you had. But at this point, you hadn't played guitar yet, right? Um, just a little bit. They they have that uh, group guitar class in sixth grade. Oh, okay. You know where I learned to play. Uh, what are those those common John Denver songs they teach everybody? Oh yeah, yeah. Grand, um, Grandma's feather bed. Leaving or, on a jet plane. Yeah, or, yeah, that kind of thing. Uh huh. Right. So I did that and. I'd noodle around with the guitar that was kicking around our family's house, but mm-hmm. didn't really get too serious about it till I was about 21. 21. Okay. So what, what inspired you to, to pick it up at 21? I had, I had always wanted to play guitar. And especially when I, I grew up listening to my older siblings, Led Zeppelin and yeah. J- Jimi Hendrix and mm-hmm. Beatles, Moody Blues, The Doors, all that, you know, all that classic stuff. Right. And just always loved the the sound of the guitar, and wanted to do it. Then in high, in junior high and high school, like ACDC was one of my favorite bands. I just, oh, okay. I just loved like that crunchy guitar sound. And right. So between Hendrix and all the rock bands, that's what you wanted. So did you pick it up so you could learn how to play those songs, or or just play like them? Initially, yeah. Did yeah. you did you start a band pretty pretty quickly too? Uh, no. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I I messed around just just playing playing guitar uh, mostly in my room um, for probably about three years or so. Yeah. Then when I moved to Provo, um, I joined a band and started playing some rhythm guitar in that band. What was the band called? Well, initially there was there was a really serious name for it, and I can't remember that. <laughs> the the singer had had some. He had some interesting beliefs about music. Like he'd had some some uh, what are those things called visions? Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> 
And uh, anyway, so he didn't think we were serious enough yet for his sacred name that he had selected for this band. <laughs> so, and we only performed once for BYU's um, Battle of the Bands. Oh, okay. So the first gig I ever played was one of the most scary things I ever did because oh, that's probably those were big, a couple thousand people at least, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, wow, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. crazy for your first gig. Mm-hmm. So for that, because we hadn't earned the right to perform under his special name yet, we were Bob's Carpet World. <laughs> that, that sounds like a name of a shop. Was it? Was is that inspired by it a was the store re- or something from or? the rehearsal space? Oh, okay, wow. That was pretty short lived because I couldn't deal with that guy for much longer (laughs) right then i joined a band called guy smiley Mm -hmm. and that was right in the provo uh ska days oh right right so guy smiley was a ska band okay i couldn't play that ska rhythm to save my life but (laughs) but you tried i tried (laughs) (laughs) yep so how long did guy smiley last uh maybe six months okay okay did did a few gigs with that Mm mm-hmm then I got married, and my my wife played. She played bass, actually. And so we we joined forces with uh, this guy that was a full croc singer songwriter guy. Mm-hmm. So both of us played in his band, and that band was called. Initially, it was called Over the Fence, and then it turned mm-hmm. into Jib. Oh, okay. J I B. How long? And then how long did that last? Uh, that was that was probably maybe two two years. Mm-hmm. And we recorded a cassette. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, those are coming back now, surprisingly. I, I see that, yeah. It's funny. And then I broke off and I said, I'm, I want to do my own thing now. Right. So the, fir- the first band I started and fronted was called Chunky. Ch- oh, okay, yeah. And so what, where, where did you start going by Brother Chunky then? Um, that was after I came out of retirement. Okay, so I guess we're skipping something here. So, <laughs> so how long how long did you last with the the, the first iteration of Chunky? Uh, that that was probably maybe a year and a year and a half or yeah, two years. I don't know, something like that. And then, did, were you guys pretty serious? Would you say? Uh, none or, of the, or no, you, I would say none of that was very serious. Yeah, that was just, <laughs> just still kind of for fun. Yeah, just for fun. Yeah. Um, Chunky was the first band where I was doing my own songs and yeah. tr- and trying to sing for the first time. Right. And we were just a power trio and doing like, we called it uh, funk, punk, and junk. <laughs> That's a good, good little tagline there. I like it. And then my, my wife retired um, when we had our first, first kid. She said, uh-huh. I'm, do- I'm done with this. So then we became GMI. And that, so was it the same, same kind of music or did you yeah. change things up? Okay. Yep. Just gotcha. got a different bass player. Right. Okay, so you mentioned retiring from music. How did what did that you think did life just get too busy and you had to had to kind of hang things up for a bit? Yeah, after after our second second child came along, I was like, eh, I was kind of tired of it anyway too. So mm-hmm. dealing with band stuff and all that. <laughs> anyway, so so I hung it up. I kept all my gear, kept playing at home, uh, started writing a bunch of songs just for fun. Yeah. So I, I didn't completely quit, just stopped performing. So what, I guess what kind of made you get back to it and get more serious? And I, I know you've, you have, you've done a couple albums. Your first one was, um, and stuff is the name of the title, right? Right. That was back in, I think, 2013, 2013. Yep. So did, what kind of led up to the recording of that album and how, how did that get going? So I ended up getting divorced. Okay. And so 
I decided I wanted to start performing the songs I'd been writing. Mm-hmm. And I started uh, trying to record them at home, just doing demos. And MySpace came along. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the very first song I ever posted on MySpace was a song called Chicken Pot Pie. Ah, yes. My uh, my family are fans of that song. When we <laughs> when we have Chicken Pot Pie, we uh, usually start singing it. So That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I got something to say. Chicken Pot Pie, it's okay. So tell me about chicken pot pie. So, so at work, there was this guy. Actually, wrote chicken pot pie bef- before I hung hung it up. So that that song's old. Oh okay. Um. So at work, there was a guy that was a part time radio DJ, mm-hmm. and I I was always bugging him to come to our band shows. Mm-hmm. I guess thinking this radio guy's know something about music, he'll come. See how awesome we are. Right. Maybe he'll put us on the radio or something. Mm-hmm. And he never would come to the shows. And so finally he said, you know what? I'll come to your show, but do you have a song called Chicken Pot Pie? <laughs> and I said, no. He goes, well, I'm not ever going to come to one of your shows until you have a song called Chicken Pot Pie. Oh, no way. Yep. <laughs> so uh, he basically challenged me to to write a song well, named Chicken you, Pot Pie. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> And then, so did you come back to him and say, "Hey, I have a song called Chicken Pot Pie now," uh-huh. and, and he and he had to show up. Yeah, he finally came to one show. <laughs> <laughs> did he uh, end up playing it on the radio or anything? Nope. Oh, bummer. No. Nope. At least you got a catchy song out of it, though, right? Yeah, it's still probably my most requested, most popular song. Yeah, and it was one I thought was really stupid and that I would never ever play in front of anybody. <laughs> but, Whatever. Uh, funny how that goes. Yep. So my my only goal in life now, I want to write a, I want to write a song that people like more than chicken pot pie. Oh, that's the that's where the bar's been set now. So <laughs> <Yeah>. we, <laughs> time to top that. Yeah. We'll oh. see. We'll see what what we can do later on. And... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, did you have a like a full band that you had that you were playing with when you did this album, or was it just a kind of a group of people you got together to to do the the recordings? Um, yes. <laughs> um, I had, I had a band that we were, we were, so, so got divorced in 2009. Mm-hmm. And so basically that's when I had a lot more time on my hands and, and yeah. thought I, I really want to start doing music again. So mm-hmm. we got a band put together and we started, uh, performing on a regular basis and we, we play, we'd play all those songs that are on that album like live for until we recorded it. And so basically uh, the guitar player that played with us live played, played on that album. Mm -hmm. And the rest of the musicians were all from uh, one of my favorite funky, uh, what they call them? Uh, Afro, Afro, Afro funk, I guess. Yeah. They were called the chickens. (laughs) You ever hear them? No, no. 
anyway, um, so they were they were like awesome musicians, and I I really wanted a horn section, mm-hmm. and so I talked to the guy that was the main main horn player, Dan Nelson, and he said, "Yeah, I'll, I'll play sax. I'll write some horn lines out for you and put mm-hmm. together a horn section for you." And then he goes, "And if you want, we can just get my whole band to do most of the tracking if you want." So nice. Yep. So kind of a, a combo of, yeah. of people you played with versus bringing some new people in. And, yeah. you know, you mentioned you kind of got going with music again because you had a little more time on your hands. I mean, would you say that that kind of helped you get through sort of the aftermath of your divorce of, of being able to yeah. for sure kind of have music as a, as a, I don't know, as something to kind of guide you and some inspiration and mm-hmm. did it, did it lead to any songs as well? Like some fuel, some of your uh, songwriting? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a lot of my songs are have a little bit of dark humor. Okay, <laughs> um, and so a lot of I've been accused of writing all of my songs about my ex-wife, and that's that's not true. <laughs> maybe, maybe a few lines here and there were inspired. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you just came out with a new album called Down Low, right. Just a few months ago, actually. Yeah, in February of two thousand eighteen. Right. And um, and so between that first album and this one, that that's about five years. Uh, what um, have you just been kind of playing shows and just slowly writing new songs, or what? Uh, what have you been up to in between? Yeah, mostly just focusing on playing live shows, and we we tend to be be pretty busy and play about everywhere we can, mm-hmm. different festivals and clubs. Yeah, backyard barbecues, whatever. And usually usually play like a couple shows a month, right? Yeah, right. And then some shows you play by yourself solo, like you did at the beginning of the podcast too, right? Right. Tell me a little bit about the new album and what what are kind of some of your favorite tracks about on, on the the op- the opening track is called Chunky Boogie, mm-hmm. and that that's actually a song that I wrote a long time ago. Yeah. Um, probably before we. Had, that's actually a kind of a, a reworked version of of a song I played in the GMI days. Mm-hmm. So it goes back a long time ago. Um, just redid the lyrics and tightened it up a little bit, structure-wise. Oh, cool. people that had ever heard that was like that's a really cool guitar riff and so i, th- I thought ba- basically the goal with the first album mm-hmm. was to do kind of a variety of it, all the different styles that i play yeah the goal with the second one was just to fo- focus more on rock and blues yeah i was gonna say it has a really cohesive sound yeah you know where um it, yeah feel i mean it definitely because i i you know we met I should probably back up and say we met uh, about a year ago, I think it was, at Pat's Barbecue when mm-hmm. I when I did sound. So that was the first time I heard you. And um, but I I think it's this new album is definitely a good representation of your sound, and it's it's sort of a unique blend of things going on with the 
the what, what's the phrase you funky uh, funky roots blues music or something like that is what you call it yeah fun, funky bluesy roots music all right cool yeah um or chunky funks the chunky other. funky root <laughs> <laughs> yeah starting to sound like ice cream um i like ice cream are there any other songs from the album that have a kind of a cool backstory so along with chunky boogie which was an old song uh-huh. um there was another one that was a, a pretty old song that I had never recorded called Little Man. Mm-hmm. And uh, given the, the current situation our country's in, mm-hmm. um, without going into a whole lot of detail, I thought that song would be perfect to, to bring out of the vault and record. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, it, was, it fit the rock and blues thing. So. Right. And then there was another one called Shut Your Mouth. It's a love song. <laughs> that's a, that's an interesting <clears throat> title for a love song. So what, why, why Shut Your Mouth? What's that mean? Um, that, was, that one was writ- written for about a specific person that I worked with. Okay. This, this person just never stopped talking, ever. So how does it a love song then? It's, that's just a joke. It's uh, not really a love song. Oh, gotcha. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm kind it's, of uh, dense here. so It's more of an annoyed song. Well, I, I could see like shut your mouth could be like, you know, you're a married couple and sometimes you just got to hold your tongue. For so sure. Yeah. Sometimes that's the way to keep the peace, I guess. So that, yep. that, could, be, that could be one angle for a love song. So. Yeah. But not this case. <laughs> Um, that that's just one of my standard jokes at gigs. I always say, now for another love song. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Gotcha. My ears are killing me. Well, this has been fun chatting. Should we change gears up and write a song together? Let's write a song. Okay. <laughs> so I'm pulling up my song idea generator, and the topic it's giving us is. Write a song about driving away from home for a long trip. There we go. That that that's it's pretty open ended and broad. We could probably come up with something good probably there. Work huh? with that, huh? Yeah. Cool. 
would it help to have a destination in mind for our song purposes? Mm-hmm. Where's a good place to go on a long trip? Like oh. I'm thinking of like the Johnny Cash traditions of like I'm I'm going to Jackson or yeah or uh, I'm going on a trip this summer to Nashville for the first time. You ever been to Nashville? One time, yeah. We took a road trip. Yeah. Yep. Was it a long road trip? It was. <laughs> it was. So that could be Nashville was the first city that popped into mind. Oh, for, for just a minute ago, you were thinking yeah. of where would we go? Yeah. Well, that's cool. Maybe we should do that then. Either Nashville or Chicago. Nashville, I've never been to Chicago. Me neither. But, but we can fit in the whole, you know, we're going to Nashville to try to try, try to get big. Get big on the... Get discovered, you know. Get discovered. Let me show you this one. This this might fit for, for this song. kind of i don't know i had some lyrics already for that and then i decided not i didn't like them or we can come up with something totally new no i like it let's 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 go that direction okay so play it again okay do you want me to sing the melody i had for it yeah okay when you go down to that place same when you go down to that place you won't come back ever the same when you man comes you gotta run when that man comes you gotta run And the first part about, what did you say about when you go to that place? Or? Yeah, when you go down to that place, you, won't, that come, would, that, you won't come back ever the same. That would fit with what we're talking about, like going to Nashville. and Yeah. So we could we could use that as a starting point. Okay. So do we need to talk about the driving part? Uh, probably ought to have something in there about driving. So you could, you could maybe like when you, when you drive down, that's what it would be. You want to when you it? drive down, that works. To that town. What did you What did you have originally? After that, when you or, drive down, or when, when you, you go, go down, down to that place, you won't come back ever the same. Okay. When we went, we just pretty much just stayed on Broadway, and the music starts at like ten in the morning. Oh, really? It goes to like goes three, all day. Three in the morning. Wow. And all. All of the honky tonks up and down Broadway. There's there's music all day. Wow! Just amazing performers. Cool. And then street performers too. It's crazy. They're, yeah. Well, cool. So that this is good. This is this can be good fodder for the song lyrics. Okay. I think you know. So what? Uh, music all day long. 
Music, that's a good phrase, music mm-hmm. all day long. So when you go down to that place, you won't come back ever the same. Mm-hmm. We could say something like, Pe- people playing on the streets. Or mu- music playing on the streets. Yeah. Music playing on, on the streets. streets. Is it hot in you, Nashville? I have you, no idea. Oh, yeah, it's, 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 it can be hot and pretty humid. <laughs> so, music playing on picking, the streets. Picking them so picking themselves silly in that heat. Picking away in that heat. Picking Picking uh, themselves silly in the heat. Or what did you say? Picking or picking away. Pick picking away in that heat. How about picking away now? Picking away now. In that in that heat. heat. Yeah. And then you went to D? Yeah, for the chorus. <clears throat> I gotta go into it. <laughs> when that man comes, you better run. <laughs> when that man comes, you better run. But when that chance comes... Yeah, that's good because it's it's like you better run to Nashville when that chance comes. That's how yeah. I, I'm kind of think interpreting when that. When that chance comes, you better run. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Um, again, haven't been there, but I feel like that kind of sums up the the feeling of Nashville. Like people are there to make music and find opportunities and make it big in some way. You know. Yeah, the sense I got is it's pretty cutthroat. Like, yeah, every every opportunity you get to play on a session, yeah, or in any dive bar, you you take it. Right, and so that that could be kind of the essence of the song. Like, maybe you're showing up to town with your guitar, and it's like you're trying to break through in some way. And so maybe the second verse is about like you show up at the bar and. I don't know. They turn you away the first few times, or you know. There's already twenty guitar players there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that could that could even be something. So like, a lot of them aren't. If if somebody moves there, they're not going to get into playing, like on Broadway. So that's yeah. why they do the street performance. Or they hit hit up the open mics or. Yeah. 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 Um, what if we ride rum with strum? So the first time it's when that chance comes you better run, and the second line when the chance comes you better strum. Yeah. Yeah, you better strum. Yeah. And repeat it, you know. So. Because yeah. then it becomes about. When you get your chance, you better. You better strum. Hit it. Yeah. yeah. You you got to run to town to get there, and then the second line then you got to strum. That's good. Okay, so second verse. We could get cheesy and, because you know how the country guys are always like, when somebody's a really hot picker, they'll go, "Son, he's good." <laughs> I haven't heard that. That's funny. Um, you better listen up, son. There you go. Yeah, it's... we could throw that in there somewhere. Uh-huh. It rhymes with run. <laughs> so got some rejection. Okay, so so the basically the second verse is going to be about rejection, right? Yeah. And then the third verse, so it's kind of like a three three act story, right? Yeah. Okay, so second verse. Um, go to go to the bar now with my guitar, but they won't let me play. 
something something. <laughs> but I. They won't let me on the stage, but this. Hey. The line so long, the stage is. Do we far. say? Do we want to say? Do we want to say bar or club or? It's mostly bars, right? Yeah, honky tonks. Head to the. That's what they call. Is that the name for a bar? I'm I'm totally clueless. Yeah, the country things, honky tonks, but head to the just bars easier to rhyme. Well, I think that'd be fun. Head to the honky tonk. I mean, we have enough space to yeah throw a few more syllables in and be okay. I think you know. Yeah. So head head to the honky tonk. With my guitar. Like he's walking in with his guitar on his back, or because that kind of my back. That kind of shows that he's. What? He's so confident. He's he's walking in with his guitar yeah. all strapped so on. So how about we tweak the words? So head of the head of the honky tonk, guitar in my back, so that that way it's more a little more yeah. economical. Uh, talk to the manager or. I talk to the man. Back. Um, he man. won't cut me no slack or. Yeah. <laughs> Put that thing in its sack. Yeah, that's good. Like get get out of here and put that. Yeah. Put that guitar back in its sack. I talked to the manager. He said, "Put that thing in the sack." The the other thing is, uh, he said, "You ain't you ain't got no chance." Chance. So the ah could kind of rhyme with back. Oh, back. And the next line could be like, "He's still the manager's still talking." He's like, "I got twenty other guitar players that can do what you do." So, something something. Yeah. I, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Line or I got I got twenty guitar players lined up to play, so you might as well put that thing away. Yeah, that's good. I got twenty other pickers. Yeah. So you best be on your way or something like that. Yeah. So we got. Get in the honky Guitar. Guitar on my back. I talked to the manager. He said. You don't stand a chance I got 20 others Ready to play So put that thing in the sack And be on your way That doesn't quite fall off the tongue well Um, what was the other phrase? So you, so you I got, I got 20 other players Or Ready to play I would recommend You get away <laughs> Yeah um, My advice to you is my you go away <laughs> My advice is best be on your way Yeah Yeah, I see that My advice to my advice to you, son. Best, Best be, be on, on your way. way. Is that flowing? Yeah. And keep keep the same chorus. When the chance comes, you better run. When the chance comes, you better strum. Um, okay, okay, cool. So third verse. Are we, at this point, there's a spot that opened up. Yeah. And he gets on the stage. So we could even say, like, a, a spot opened up. Then... I went on the stage Took my guitar out, began to play 
and then some something about like strumming and wowing everybody, you know. Yeah. Finally got my big shot to get on that stage. So I took a, took my guitar out and began to play. Yeah. You like that? Put my guitar out. Started to play. People were cheering. Yeah. Or people were. So what's a laughing? I'm trying to think of like a country thing to say. The people were. People were dancing. Were cutting a rug. That's a that's old old term. <laughs> or like yeah, kicking kicking their boots or something like that. Yeah, you know? kicking up the dust. Um, stomping their feet. So instead of was... instead of I took my guitar out and started to play. Yeah. We'll say I started picking and blew them away. Yeah. Okay. So that's second line. People were dancing and yelling yeehaw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then what runs with yeehaw? <laughs> Gee, pa. I'm trying to think what they... Having a ball. People were dancing and having a ball. Yeah. That's good. The final, the fourth line, so it could say, people were dancing and having a ball. We could rhyme it with guitar. It's kind of close enough to... So I just, so I just, I just kept going on my guitar or not, I mean, yeah. something better than that, but that's the idea. Yeah. I mean, the, the ultimate, the ultimate thing is in a, in a place like that would be when people come up and throw money at you. Yeah. The dollars are bouncing off my guitar or something. Like that. Yeah. Throw, throwing their money at my guitar. Throwing their money. At my guitar. Yeah, that's fine. Let's do that. I don't feel like it needs anything else. Doesn't need anything fancy. Cool. Now that we were done writing the song, Brother Chunky recorded lead vocals and two guitar parts. I filled things in with percussion, bass, and harmonies. Here's the finished song, which we've called Ode to Nashville, a.k.a. You Gotta Strum.
That's our show this week. If you head over to the podcast section of my website, jcos.com, you can read the lyrics and leave feedback for the song. You can also find Brother Chunky's Chicken Pot Pie video and links to his music pages. You'll also find a link to Patreon where you can help support this podcast by pitching in a dollar per month. Follow the Facebook page on Making Music with Jake Oz to stay up to date, but most of all, subscribe on Apple Podcasts and leave a review so we can get a bump in the rankings. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.